cold water coral reefs. Deep down under the sea, all along the slopes of the continental shelf around Ireland, are cavernous canyons and rocky cliff faces, thrumming with sponges, corals, octopus and fish, strange and colourful creatures whose approach to life is often very different to ours. Corals are something we associate with more tropical places, but marine scientists have been awed in recent years by the variety of cold water corals that live in the sea around Ireland. Unlike their tropical counterparts, cold water corals live in deep water. Some even thrive at depths of 4,000 meters. They have learned how to live without sunlight. All the energy and nutrients they need to survive, they acquire by trapping tiny organisms in passing currents. Cold water corals' approach to life could be described as slow and steady. They take decades to build up any kind of bulk, and their lifespan sometimes stretches across thousands of years. Some corals off the west coast of Ireland are 5,000 years old, maybe even more. The carbonate coral mounds upon which they grow, accumulations of their ancestors, have been building up since the late Pleistocene, more than two million years ago. Deep sea corals, despite the lack of light where they live, come in many colours. Some species are content to colour themselves plain white, while others are sulphur yellow, vivid green, tangerine orange, or an array of richly pigmented pinks. Some produce tall feather-like fronds in repeating fractal shapes. Others stretch out in branching rounded fans. One of the most common reef-building corals in Irish waters grows in a pattern of perfectly geometrical branching zigzags. But the thing that I find most fascinating about corals is that they are animals. Corals are a form of marine invertebrate. Like other animals, corals get the energy they need by eating other plants and animals. Each coral starts out as a tiny living polyp who attaches itself to a rock, then begins to duplicate itself, popping out clones from perfectly symmetrical buds. All these clones form aggregates of individual, genetically identical animals, who together build up a coral structure. In accordance with codes that genetically predetermine their patterns, each species with its own unique texture and shape. Some have branching antlers with a tiny cup at each tip, from where new polyps pop out. Each coral is a continuously regenerating creature. These animals may have been the first to crack the secrets of the Holy Grail, eternal life, long before humans ever began to dream up such notions. Another wonderful thing about corals is that they don't just exist for themselves. As they build up reefs, they create habitat for smaller organisms. Each sprawling fan of calcium-crusted coral and rainbow-coloured reef provides an oasis of shelter for a multitude of deep-sea creatures. Mingling with sea sponges, also animals, they create the habitat where brightly coloured starfish clamber about, tentacled anemones sway with the currents, special deep-sea lobsters crawl through the contours 
and crabs of every shape and size shuffle through their particular niche. Weird and wonderful octopus are at home among deepwater corals too. These coral reefs are also habitats for fish to spawn, where the shelter and protection they offer from currents and predators helps young fish to survive out in the deep sea. Coral reefs all along the continental shelf are valuable fish nurseries. They help sustain shoals of whiting and cod, among others. Mermaids' purses, the egg cases of sharks, skates and rays, are often attached with curly tendrils to the branching fronds of coral. It's hardly surprising that Irish coldwater coral reefs are frequented by enormous rays and skates and even some very rare sharks. Only since the 1990s have scientists began discovering seascapes of spectacular coral reefs thriving in Irish waters. Seismic profiling with multi-beam echo sounders creates 3D maps, revealing that coral mounds can be over 100 metres high. But just as we are awakened to the wonders of cold water coral reefs, the same technological innovations are also showing us that these coral reefs are often half destroyed by the time we humans discover them. When deep sea trawlers drag their weighted nets across coral encrusted slopes, they leave trails of broken coral colonies, scarring the seabed and stirring up clouds of suffocating sediment across the scattered remains of coral gardens. Their slow growth means recovery won't always happen. The hope for deep sea corals now is in marine protected areas where the corals and their array of cohabiting creatures are given a chance at survival. It's up to us to allow them to resume their role as guardians of the deep. <laughs>